0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds. And today on the pod, I'm really excited to introduce my friend, actually a childhood skater from the same area as me. His name is Kevin Shum. And we're both from the Bay Area. We grew up skating around each other. So fun traveling to competitions with him. I just remember Kevin running around nationals specifically with you in 2011 in Greensboro and just being Super goofy, super crazy, having so much fun watching all the older skaters. What great memories. Thanks so much for coming on today.
0: No, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: (laughs) Yes. So um, for those of you listening, Kevin was a collegiate skater when he went to um, university and he competed in collegiate championships and you also won, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I did it twice. Um, And uh, I did the championship level both times. um, And won both times. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Congratulations. Um, So yeah, we're definitely going to talk about collegiate skating in this episode. And yeah, get all the details from Kevin. But to start, you grew up skating in the Bay Area. So tell us a little bit about your competitive skating career um, before you went to college sure. Yeah. So I started when I was about, I think I was six. Um, I
0: started with my older brother actually, and then, um, he didn't stick around, but I loved it and, um, skated, um, and trained more and more as I got a bit older. And then I think I was 10 when I went to my first year nationals at the juvenile level and, um, actually did really well there and then continued competing more and more. Um, and, I think 2012 I did the my first like novice championships and then I had a really bad injury after that nationals and so that took me out for about a year and a half and I didn't know if I was going to continue back in the sport but um, I think end of 2013 I started training again and then um, 2014 um, it was the nationals in Boston I did compete on the junior level and um, was able to get my first international after that nationals and then kept training and training and training and then um, I actually spent that summer in LA Um, so I trained there Um, and then it was my senior year of high school and I did one more year's championships before I left um, for college and yeah, so I trained out in Oakland, and I know you were in San Jose, so it, we were, like, kind of close, but not too close together, um, but I still, yeah, definitely remember all the competitions. We yeah. skated out together and traveled together, and there's lots of fun childhood memories there.
1: <laughs> totally. I, um, both of us grew up skating with, like, local Bay Area talented coaches who were, like, young and starting their coaching careers, too. I was with David in San Jose, and you were with Lynn in Oakland. Um, how did you like skating with Lynn?
0: Yeah, um, she was actually the one who taught me all my triples and even my double axle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, learned a ton of great skating technique from her, and she was a jumper and loved to jump, and I did too. So I think that worked well for both of us. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was a super great experience um, training with her. And um, at that time, there were a few other skaters kind of at our level that were training Together and we were competing together, traveling together. And so that kind of small environment was really fun.
1: Amazing. So then you attended MIT university, which was so stellar. Tell us what you studied.
0: Yeah, so I studied computer science um, and did a humanities concentration in theater arts, um, but I mostly focused on the intersection of like design and engineering. So more around the lines of human computer interaction, um so just kind of bridging the two fields together
1: very cool sounds very complicated
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean um it's less common to kind of merge two fields together but i was interested in kind of design side and kind of exercising more of my creative side from skating and kind of that side and merge that with kind of a more technical field in computer science and technology
1: that's so awesome that you got to marry both sides together So you joined the collegiate skating team when you were at MIT. Tell us about the process of joining through your university specifically.
0: Yeah, so it really depends on the university, like how that program works. But um, at MIT, it's super low-key and casual. So anyone can join pretty much from the beginner level all the way up to the elite level um and i knew that i wanted to be involved in some sort of collegiate skating while i was still competing on like the national and i did a few international competitions as well while i was at mit but i wanted to get involved Mm -hmm. in the collegiate level um training programs so um for me i just kind of signed up through the club and we have ice in the winter and the spring season um almost every day so that was really awesome and so I got a chance to skate and train on an ice facility right on our campus. So that made it really convenient to squeeze in training sessions between classes, before after. That's awesome. Yeah, so I guess the collegiate program can be split down into two different tracks. So there's like the individual collegiate track where you just compete at the collegiate championships over the summer every year. Um, So I did that for two seasons. Um, So you're just competing by yourself, but you're representing your school Um, So that's um, very individual. But there's also the intercollegiate program where you're competing uh, at different regional competitions to qualify for the intercollegiate national championships. Um, And that's done by school. And so I did a few of those competitions. Um, MIT actually hosts one of those every spring on our campus. Um, So that's super fun to have skaters from all over the region come over and, and can like Whoa. show off our campus the city of Boston. It's really fun to have our friends come and watch us compete as well. So that's kind of the intercollegiate side. Um, um, that's really easy to get involved in at least on our MIT team. If you wanna compete at any of the qualifiers, um, we'll just travel together, train together, compete together. Um, so MIT didn't really have as big of a program as some of the other schools in the region. Um, just because we just didn't have as many competitive skaters but we still managed to compete at a few of the competitions in the region and um, we always host our home every year almost every year
1: cool wow so was that something that you always wanted to do like since you were younger or was it more of like a spontaneous decision you made once you started college
0: that was something i didn't even know about growing up um, i think this collegiate program mm-hmm. is still pretty new so it's something that's still developing and growing um, i knew when i was selecting colleges and applying that there were collegiate programs out there and i trained in oakland and the uc berkeley team um, i think mostly trained out of that rank so i got to see some of that growing mm-hmm. up too but I had my eyes set on some of the schools in the Northeast region um, when applying. And I knew that those schools often had rinks on campus, um, even if it's only seasonal, but it was a nice resource to have, especially during um, the skating season, um, just to have some sort of facility that you can go to really easily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't really know too much about it um, before I got to MIT. And then I didn't even really know that we had like a team and that we could go to competitions together um, but that was something super fun and exciting and I'm glad so glad I was able <laughs> to take part in that.
1: What was your favorite part of collegiate skating? Collegiate
0: skating oh it I think it's just how relaxed and fun it is um all the skaters are competing they're full-time students so skating isn't their top priority but they still love to do it so I think just um, getting together and cheering each other on, that's something that we miss in kind of the elite competitions. Um, So you'll have like your Mm -hmm. teammates on the sidelines putting you on and shouting for you like throughout your programs. You try to like muster up as much energy as you can to get through like a long program. Um, So that's like super fun. Um, And then, at the intercollegiate ch- uh, championships and the competitions, there's a special event called Team Maneuvers, and that's something unique just to collegiate skating. Hmm. School it's like a team that gets out on the ice, you're all out there together, and then you go one by one to do different elements. So there's like an axle jump, combo jump, spins, step sequences, and you get scores for your team that way. Um, and I wish like we had that at elite level, like internationally and domestically as well, but that's like a super fun competition. Um, you're out there with your teammates and then you're trying to, like, wow, just do that element under pressure. Um, and I usually did the jump. So it was, like, really nerve
1: wracking, but super fun. That's so cool. It's, it's funny. I wish that we had some type of um, competition like that as well for us, where it's just, just the technical because even when you go to other countries, I know just like within training camps, they do that a lot with their skaters too, or they'll have everyone go out and it's like, this is a jump session. Everybody's doing jumps. And then they'll call all the skaters to the board and they go one by one to like show the element. And it's it's nice because you're only doing one thing and you're not entering a program where you have like 11 different things to focus on. And it just also, it gives everybody a moment to shine of like, we can all do this element. It's just that maybe... Three minutes into my program, it's harder for me to do my best quality, but like like you were saying, you just go out, you do it, and then it's on to the next one. Yeah, it's
0: so fun. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading a press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what has helped him bounce back from his hospitalization in 2015. He even said, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up. Couldn't agree with that more, Lamar. After watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working for him. Cool thing is, we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, Balance7.com, and use the code BLEAVE at checkout, you'll receive a free four ounce bottle of my smooth skin with any purchase of balance seven products. That product retails at $13.99, So I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance 7com and use the code believe at checkout and get in on the promotion. I know I will. If it works for him, it can work for you too. So how did the competitions compare to competitions like skating in the elite level for you feelings wise?
0: Yeah. So for the collegiate championships over the summer, I used that kind of as a tune up before the season started. So it was a great just um, way to put my programs out there in like a very low stress environment and just like Mm -hmm. try out new programs, try new elements, um, try new spins, choreography, just like get that out there and get my nerves out before um, like the regional and sectional qualifiers and nationals um Mm -hmm. and for the collegiate championships there's also prize money involved at the championship levels um so that's also super nice um to have the opportunity to kind of earn some sort of prize money for um that goes towards your tuition um Mm -hmm. so that's also a unique opportunity um in the collegiate program um and then at the intercollegiate competitions um the mit one's actually after nationals so i did that i think two years after I competed I would like come back home like rest a little bit and then just do my programs again but it was fu- super fun because it was like I wasn't competing for anything I was just competing out there with my team and with my friends in the stands it was like so much more relaxing and I could just actually enjoy my programs and enjoy my time on the ice and perform and then there mm-hmm. the other qualifiers are in the fall season so those were also great tune-ups for like sectionals or nationals and just to get more practice and competing in front of an audience and just get more run-throughs in.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. What is the community like for collegiate skating? Um, Obviously you're on a team and team skating is way different than elite skating, but in terms of the college realm, are you, is it kind of like a club where you're getting to know these like people that you not know before and then hanging out with them outside of the ice as well? Or is it mostly just like you see these people at the rink and then you're off doing your own thing?
0: Yeah. So I think at um, some of the bigger schools, there's definitely more of like a team atmosphere where you're training together, like studying together, competing together. And some at some of the bigger schools, they have their own coaches and coaching teams but mit it's more kind of Mm -hmm. just ad hoc Uh, like we're just there skating together on the ice sharing um the ice together in the mornings or during our practice times and um yeah we do have a club that we have social events and organize different things but we were all still super busy with school and work so sometimes if we were in the same classes we um, kind of problem set or do our homeworks together and um if we had free time maybe we'd like have like a watch party for a competition or something like that. Um, so there were definitely social aspects to the team as well, but um, we were all mostly focused on our academics too. So we would kind of see each other whenever we would see each other. <laughs> um, so we didn't really have like a set yeah. practice time or anything. And I was also training out with Mark and Peter, um, first at the Skeena Club of Boston and then at their own rink. Um, So, I split my time between um, their facility and our facility on campus, Um, so I didn't get a chance to see the other skaters as much, but whenever I was on the ice, um, there was a different set of, of, at least, the MIT skaters out there.
1: Gotcha. So, would you recommend collegiate skating? Um, and what advice or tips would you give to skaters who are interested in joining? Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, It is just so, so fun, and um, skating doesn't have to end after you go to college. Um, And I think I've seen a lot of skaters who competed all throughout like middle and high school, and then they just end after they go to college, but it's just been such an amazing opportunity to find like a new community on the collegiate level, and um, even if your school doesn't have a collegiate program. You can start one and get support from yes figure skating or even um, just compete at the collegiate championships over the summer representing your school as the only member. Um, that's also possible. Um, mm. But it's just um, so awesome to just have an opportunity to continue skating with different people throughout college. And I'm so glad I took part in it. Um, so I'd say like if there is a program, join it and see how it goes. And If not, maybe start your own and see where that takes you.
1: Absolutely. I wish that my university had had a skating team. I mean, I was like half of the time I was injured and then the other half I was actually training in San Jose, but that would have been really cool to get to know more skaters from my actual school, Um, which my school was so small. I honestly don't even know if there were any other skaters there, but would have been cool, would have been cool. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and then you can actually just like enjoy skating for the love of it and not have to kind of worry about as much as maybe at the elite level just like the pressure of like qualifying and competing and performing um this is just so much more fun and relaxed um, it's kind of like show skating but you do get judged a little bit but it's uh, a lot more relaxed and fun that way
1: yeah that honestly sounds like a dream so i would <laughs> i would definitely encourage a lot of young skaters who are going to college or already in college to join because what more could you want honestly well now you're in seattle right you are mm-hmm. working for microsoft which is so amazing tell us how you're liking washington um how are you liking microsoft and also um are you coaching now up there
0: Yeah, so I moved out here for um, a role at Microsoft. I actually interned in between my junior to year in college and then got a return offer and accepted that and came back here. And I absolutely love it here. It's so nice to have the city um, offer kind of everything you need um, within maybe a 10-minute radius. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have access to the water, the mountains within like an hour. um, And it's just so amazing, over the, especially over the summer. The weather is amazing, and you can go out and do super awesome hikes or do some water sports um, as well. So I love just being surrounded by nature and having the city right like at my fingertips. I've also started coaching, too. There's a new rink out in Snoqualmie, a suburb of Seattle. And um, there's a new program out there, a 2 rink facility, and we're starting with Learn Escape. Um, So I've been involved in that program. And then our goal is to put Seattle on the skating map and there's not much um, (laughs) skating out here so far, which is surprising, um, which was super surprising to me when I first moved here. Um, It has everything set up for a successful skating community here. Uh, I mean, there's facilities, um, there's the city, there's resources, um, and it's just I think mm-hmm. lacking the investment. And so I think with this new brand new facility, um, it's I'm super excited about um, what's to come, and um, working closely with the skating director and the other coaches to try to build up something really special.
1: That's awesome. Seattle's lucky to have you there to help drive the skating community forward, Kevin. That's really <laughs> cool. Well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. That was a lot of great information. Um, Again, reinforcing the message to everyone. Join Collegiate Skating. It's so fun. So cool. I know. (laughs) So So worth it. Okay.
0: If I could do it again, I would definitely do it. (laughs)
1: Uh, I know. If there's anything that I could add to my college experience, that would be probably a skating team at Santa Clara University. So shout out to my school. Add one. Hopefully there's only a rink (laughs) 10 minutes away. San Jose. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Kevin. That was awesome.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please leave me a comment. Leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys have to say. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds. And please DM me if you have any requests for my podcast, any interview requests. Or if you yourself would like to come on, you have a fun skating story that you'd like to share. I'm always looking for new voices to feature. So please reach out to me. And stay tuned for my future podcast episodes I release every Tuesday, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week.